Hey, folks, John Schoenholzer here in Richmond, Virginia, president and co-founder of the McKen Foundation, also a person in long-term recovery from substance use disorders myself, with uh, a little over 37 and a half years, not only in recovery, but clean and sober the whole time, too, but not trying to separate myself from other pathways to recovery. I know there's a little bit of a variation in these pathways, but today, got a really good show today. Got two fine young men with me here. I, I would say fairly new in recovery, but uh, fairly new to McShin. Um, James on my left and Vince on my right. And both of them were recently incarcerated, and they both reentered into society. Uh, in the last week, matter of fact, uh, they, you know, one came here on Wednesday, one came on, on Thursday. They came from a correctional environment to the McShin environment. So, uh, we're making history with these folks today. You know, as a policy with McShen, we've been open this whole time throughout this COVID-19 crisis, accepting newcomers every day. And I want to hear from these two guys. So, James, just a quick hit. Who you are, where you're from, what's going on? I'm James Harvey. I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> I spent um, 90 days in Northern Neck Re Regional Jail, and now I'm at McShen. Now, how'd you end up doing 90 days? Because my lawyer told me to do a math. Mentor in nine days. That was like third DUI? Third DUI. Man, you lucky you only did 90 days, man. You Absolutely. like you a little longer than that. Yep. But it's a blessing. Well, we're glad you're here. Vince, Thank you. quick story. Uh, quick story. Uh, yeah, I did seven months. Uh, <laughs> Hannah and Cricket uh, from McShane's Pro Riverstone, uh, Alice, Virginia. And uh, they, they gave me some uh, a hope shot, I guess you would say, and had me motivated. <laughs> I did seven months in the regional, and then I did uh, another 11 months at Appalachian Detention Center, which, by the way, stay away from. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> what's wrong with Appalachian Detention Center? It's, it's a whole other breed, man. Oh, come story. on, man. You know you like jails and prisons. No, it, it really ain't my forte. Um, but I'll tell you this, man. Uh, ever since I heard the way they spoke and John in the jail, it was uh, inspirational. You got the hope shot, man. Yeah, the hope shot. Yeah. Uh, I want what these guys got, and that, that's not no – what is it called? Program and talking. That's, that's really motivationally. Uh, <laughs> well, they nothing to buy, man. It's free. All you gotta do is show up for it. I'm here. I'm here. Uh, so yeah, that's how I got started. Um, I've been here a week, like he said, and and couldn't ask for more. It's a it's a great program, great people, and uh, everybody's motivated and really inspiring, man. And I, and I went to a lot of people with situations. You connected to recovering community. Yeah. You, uh, you know, both you guys went door to door, door of an institution, the door of recovery. And we, we've, we've been able to maintain a, a nice small recovery herd during this whole COVID outbreak. And, uh, you know, I just think it's amazing because not everybody can go from a door of a correctional institution to a, a recovery herd. You know, someone got to go in isolation, you know, yeah. Yeah. wherever they got to go back to and whatnot. Absolutely. So, um, James, how do you find out about us? Well, um, one of my friends, he had found out this place because I think he came here some time ago. and uh, So you were in jail with somebody who came through McShen. Mm -hmm. They didn't pay attention. Right. Yeah, a lot of you guys don't pay attention, man. You notice that when you're yeah. in groups, some people ain't paying attention? They don't take this serious, do they? No, they don't. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, if I were you two guys, I'd take everything we say a little bit on the serious side. So, James, since being out, what's been your biggest uh, struggle? 
I really have no struggle. You know, I, I really enjoy being out and actually breathing, you know, enjoying the freedom. But what, what, what community, when you leave here, are you going back to? To Westmoreland County. Westmoreland County. So you're yes, going to go back a, a, a reformed citizen, as they might say. Absolutely. Big difference between a person catching DUIs and a person in recovery. Absolutely. Vincent, when you leave, are you going to stay in Richmond or are you going to go back to wherever? Uh <laughs> I was going to do interstate compact back up to Pittsburgh, but uh, I'm going to stay down in Richmond and play it ear by ear because uh, what does that say about life? If you make plans, you know, it's liable to change. Uh, I'm going to take it one day at a time right now and uh, see where it takes me. But uh, I'm from up near where James is right now. Is, uh, I'm on probation out of Warsaw up in the northern neck of Virginia. Well, they might transfer that down here if you stay here. Yeah. So, so what do you do for a living when you work? Uh, I was doing tree work for four years, but my last year out on the streets, I was installing solar. Solar panel installer. Yeah, all and, over the state of Virginia. You, well, that sounds like a pretty good job. I think there's plenty of that work going on. Yeah, yeah. Clean energy is yeah. uh, a clean a energy, field, man. You know that's field. a big lie. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it sounds big, good. Big carbon footprint on that kit, clean energy, <laughs> but a lot of folks may not know what I'm talking about. James, what do you do when you work? When, when I work, I do janitorial. Good janitorial for you, work. man. So you're yes, a good sir. cleaner. Yes, sir. Well, why is my building dirty? It ain't that dirty. I'm just, messing with you, man. I'm just messing with you, man. So, what's the sober living house like? I mean, the, the houses y'all live in. It's pretty good. It's it's really good. Good you living. Know? Yeah. Clean. Living, clean. Comfortable. Comfortable. Eat good. Eat good. All the men get along. Yes, sir. Not far from the women's house. <laughs> y'all ain't climbing out, the, climbing out the window at night, are no, you? No, no. Don't lie to me. You tell me if you did, wouldn't you? Really, Come on, James. We ain't in here for that. No, we ain't in here, here for, for recovery. Yeah. So, so, so how's your house experience? Oh, it's awesome, man. My roommate Jeff Coffey, uh, really good. You dude. can't be calling out roommates oh, or names. Oh, I apologize. I apologize. My, my buddy. That's one. That's one week clean time deduction. Oh, it's all right. <laughs> I still got over here, but uh, but um, but yeah, uh, my roommate, man, really good. Uh, James lives there, man. Uh, all the personalities uh, blend really well together. Uh, everybody has their best interest in the house, best interest. We work as a community. We all cook together. We eat together. We fellowship together. And um, So it's better in jail, though, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't understand why you guys come out of jails and prisons. You come to sober living, and you start complaining and crying and whining. This is bullshit. It's got to be better than jail or prison. Oh, yeah, tenfold, tenfold. Ten, uh, tenfold. I wouldn't trade this for, for no jail time anytime. I'm going to check your attitude like three weeks from now, see how it goes. But remember earlier I said you can't call nobody out? I apologize. I'm going I'm to give you an example of what you can call out on, okay? My friend Renee Cooper's up on here watching, right? All right. <laughs> I'll, show, I'll show you who she is on Facebook. You'll get real excited. All but right. uh, she got a friend, my friend, her friend, Denny Wilson, coming up on 25 years clean. He's in Ohio, I do believe. <sighs> awesome man in recovery, a real warrior in the community, doing a good job. And I just want to shout out Denny Wilson, let you know we love you. We're thinking of you. Congratulations on a quarter century in recovery man that's, that's like that's like incredible stuff right there man you don't gotta hide her comments or nothing man <clears throat> no i got you so what do y'all think about can you can you vision being clean 25 years yeah you be an old man by then won't you pretty much yeah denny's getting to be an old man <laughs> i think y'all got similar stories you know institutions not doing good yeah. fell into heard the hope shot that kind of stuff that's good. <laughs> so what's the biggest thing on your mind? Your biggest struggle, James, today? What's worrying you the most? Um, my job. Your job. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd be worried about I worry about my job every day, man. You know, I work for the board of directors and 
sometimes they don't like my attitude or what I say. But so do you have a job waiting on you? Um, I currently don't know yet. I haven't really talked to my boss about it, but um, when I get the chance, I will. You got wife and kids? No, sir. So it's just you? Just me. Well, that's easy. You you may want to consider hanging out here for a while, man. A lot of good jobs in the area here. This COVID-19, we will have an economy once again, and there'll be an abundance of need for strapping young, willing to get out there and work hard for a little bit of pay to make the boss happy. Absolutely. So what's the biggest thing bothering you, uh, Vincent? Uh, for real, just making sure I keep myself in line so I could be there for my family, my kids, and, and my, my wife, and my mom, and my sisters, and everything. You know what so I you mean? Have a, you have a son, right? Yeah, yeah. Beautiful little son, Latham, man. Three yeah. years old. Well, when was the last time you seen him? About a year and a half ago. He was and, two years old. You've been out a week? Yeah, been out a week. And, but you, you want to see him. You're trying to see him, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely trying. I can't wait. You know, hold him, man. See how much he's grown, and, and you know, let that, him know. That's a big deal getting reconnected with your kids, man. I mean, so I hear you on that. Yeah. And, you know, I, I I was a single parent at one time. Uh, you know, my daughter, she's twenty seven now, but when when she was like two, I think me and her mama split, separated, got divorced. But on the days I didn't have her, that killed me, man. So I can only imagine what it's like missing a year or two from your child, man. That's a big motivator. Absolutely. So what, what, what's the, when you, when your first day in recovery at McShen, you left the correctional environment, you came to McShen, like your first day, thinking back, it was only a week ago for both you guys. What was the biggest good surprise of that first day? James, you go first. Um, You know, leaving jail, coming here, I was, I was nervous, you know, but you know, after I got in the house. So you were nervous leaving a confined environment. Where you were on, weren't y'all like lockdowns? Yeah. What, what was the schedule like? 2023-1, wasn't it? Yeah. So you yeah. locked down 23 hours a day, and your first day coming to a wonderful recovery resident, recovery community. You were nervous, but it was a good nervous. I yeah. get it. Absolutely. So you get here, and by the end of the day, did anything stand out in your mind that you were thinking, man, I didn't expect that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean it. It was besides it was, the girls at the smoke shop. <laughs> it was it was the the sense of freedom. Was, sense of freedom, but yeah, that that we we do got a lot of freedom around here, don't we? Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. What what was your big un, unforeseen predictable hit that first day? Everything, uh, anxiety, paranoia, uh, like you know, I'm so used to being told what to do, when to do it, standing in line for count to actually be able to walk outside on the front porch and not get yelled at. For being out of bounds, you know what I'm saying. Now, <laughs> now we we were talking earlier at lunch how you you were reflecting on it. the one big reason I never want to go back to jail or prison is the way the the COs treat you like shit in Maine. Yeah, do they, man? Was, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's something about Appalachia out there. I don't be mean to those people. Oh no, no they I'm got, just they not, got yeah. feelings too. You know <laughs> what I mean? I couldn't tell. Uh, but yeah, man, that, the way they carry that the program, man, I don't ever want to give somebody like that dominion over me again and uh that's a, that's one of my motivations razor wire is another one and then uh like i said my family you know I, I say it over and over and over again our jails and prisons are full of people who suffer primarily from a substance use disorder yeah they commit petty ass crime to get them locked up but a lot of folks have underlying trauma issues you know trust issues yeah and in the very 
thing that most clinicians would say, hey, the worst thing you can do is re-traumatize somebody, you know, develop a sense of distrust on an hourly basis, you know, basically mess with people. That's the last thing you want to do for these folks. So if, if you were given a chance to go back to jail, like you chose to be in that veterans pod, right, Vince? Yeah. What was that like compared to the rest of the jail? It was, it was nice. I mean, we, we weren't locked down as much. Um, a little more freedom, a little more respect, and a, a little bit different camaraderie because we all have similar backgrounds, you know. You're, so, an army, you're an army veteran, right? Yes, sir. Six years, man. Uh, 91 Charlie, 91 Delta, HVAC generator technician. You was like in the rear with the yeah, you know, the social life and the beer drinking and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. De- definitely. Uh, <laughs> but it was still the army. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were definitely the most athletic alcoholics you'll ever meet. I'll, I'll be the first <laughs> to tell you that. Yeah, you know, when I walked in that uh, veterans pod down at Riverside, the first time I went down there, yeah. I was impressed, you know what I mean? Because I felt that camaraderie amongst the veterans and myself, and I felt the jail did a good job as best they could to humanize that experience and to combine those veterans together. Oh, yeah. and, and I thought, you know, every jail in America should have a veterans pod or a veterans jail, any jail or prison of large size. It only, it's only common sense put those veterans together. Yeah. So, so what was more than that? I mean, was it just straight in, stripped down, locked down, 23-1, nothing to it? Pretty much. Did you have any services in there for people with addictions? Um, they had a, a recovery connection, and they had a AA and NA meeting. But when I got in there, all that stuff was shut down. So your three months in there was basically COVID three months. So you, yeah. you didn't have any connection to really nothing. To nothing. Yeah, you know, some of these jails and prisons, they have those um, those tablets, those pads. Yeah. It's like, how hard is it to have a recovery channel on these tablets or on these pads where where people in recovery do find themselves in a correctional environment? Instead of listening to bullshit on these tablets all day long, they got great recovery content. You know, my, my early years in recovery, I would say my first 20 years, I bet I'll listen to a, a speaker tape or CD at least three days a week, you know what I mean? Constantly putting recovery content in my brain. Plus, I went to a ton of meetings, and, you know, I've always done a lot of recovery activities, but I do, I can, I can only imagine in a, in a correctional environment, these inmates, they should have access, the ones that want it, to, to quality recovery content, whether it be through a tablet, their, their TV or whatever. Absolutely. So I think that'd make a big difference. Absolutely. But you don't want to go back to jail, right, Dame? No. You're done with that stuff, right? I'm done. I mean, you got one court case left, or you don't yeah, court? I have a court, in, uh, court case in July. Well, I'll give you a little, little hint. You know, I've been to court a lot for a lot of people, and I do know those judges do like it when people show up with a good recovery resume. Because most judges I know, they, they don't want to send people back to jail or prison. Most of them would just assume you guys fly right, act right, obey the law. Don't mess up. And if you got substance use disorder, these courtrooms, these judges, they know what time of day it is for recovery. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I like to tell my people, go back to court being a champion for recovery. Show the the prosecutor, show the judge, show your defense attorney, and everybody in the courtroom watching recovery is possible, and this is what it looks like. Absolutely. I bet you're excited for that day. Yes, sir. You going to be on time for court? Yes, sir. Well, why aren't you on time for my groups all the time around here? You, um, I, I was probably in the bathroom. You were probably in the bathroom. <laughs> I, I can see you now, the judge, getting ready to sentence you. Your Honor, I got to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back, man. That's a pet peeve of mine, people uh, running running the bathroom during the middle of group. You know, they're they going to miss the hit, yeah. you know, the hope shot. 
<clears throat> so tell me, uh, Vincent. Yes, sir. You a young man? How old are you? Thirty-three. Thirty-three. Yeah. Wow, man. I, I bet. I bet you miss the ladies, don't you? Uh, just one in particular. Man. One in particular. One in particular. Uh oh, here we go. Yeah. That's the one you can't get, right? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I, I ain't seen you get nothing so far. So far as I'm sure, you can't get nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, good. I ain't trying, man. I ain't trying. I just you're yeah, here I, for recovery, right? Exactly. I, I'm, I'm here. I, like you said, man, you do the right thing, things will happen. Things you know? will happen. God will provide you with the relationship if He wants you to have one. Exactly. Speaking is one thing, but when you start showing people that you're serious about your recovery, you know what I mean. Then they can start to, you know, you. Your word will have value to it again. You know what I, I mean? I tell all you guys the same thing. I tell the ladies, too. Actually, in early recovery, be careful who you pick to have a relationship with because for every three months increments of clean time you get, you, you seem to pick a higher level of a recovery person. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so the person you pick at 30 days clean, you ain't going to pick it a year clean. Yeah, so, so you guys fresh out of jail, man, the, the, the first chick you see, you're going to pick. If I, if I were y'all, I would just walk on by. Yeah. You know, give it some time, man. No, I just, I, for real, I just want to make things work with my, uh, my baby mom. Like, uh, I hope everything does work out with me and her and, and my son and we could have our family back, but you know, <laughs> God willing, we'll see what happens and I'm going to keep no matter what happens, I'm going to stay here until I get hey, yeah. right. Hey, Stephanie, I had lunch with Frank today. He broke all the rules, man. He ate ribs, brisket. We had pork. He had the, the like the most fattest content collard greens I've ever seen. He, he ate the cornbread and he had the cake. So he he definitely tripped up on his diet today. James, sir, don't look so quiet over there, man. We talking about the ladies. What do you got? Hey, when when the right one comes along. You ever had a girl before, like a yes, wife, sir. girlfriend, or anything? <laughs> hey, that ain't funny, man. So not everybody gets one. Man. I thought you were like, he might be the lucky one. You know, yeah. they never had one. So, you got kids? No, sir. How old are you? Twenty nine. What have you been doing all this time? No wife, work, kid. Just work. Are you straight? Yeah. I'm you straight. sure? Yeah, I'm straight. I'm, nothing wrong with you, ain't man. I just oh, thought no, I'm I'd straight. throw that out there. All right, we'll find out. I start getting reports trickling in from how James is behaving at the smoke shack, you know. Yeah, it's trouble, man. Right. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, James is <laughs> so. Walk me through your, a typical day. I know you've both only been here a week, okay? Yeah. So you 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 live the life of uh, addiction, active addiction, you know, some degree. Yeah. Now I know you were locked up for a lot longer than James, but your daily routine here. What do you look forward to the most? Here, here we like like today when you got it. What were you looking forward to most today about recovery here at McShen? Just you know, waking up, getting a shower, you know, routine work, you know, make sure the house is clean, and you know, coming here and and getting all the resources into. You motivated. You couldn't wait to start. You because you got to admit both of you. You meet people you like here. You can't wait to see them and talk to them. Right. right? Oh yeah. So it's like a fresh start every day, man. Yeah. What can we learn today? What can we learn today? You know, recovery. Re recovery. Well, speak up. Tell the folks, listen, recovery, man. Re recovery is a good thing. You know, damn it, right, it feels man. good. It feels good to wake up with nothing on your mind and, and being at peace. What do you got, Vince? What do you look for? Like today when you woke up, what were you looking forward to today? Besides my first cup of coffee, um, you know, just getting up, getting squared away. Um, the first thing I, I look forward to is every day getting up, for real. <laughs> uh but the main thing was coming in here, uh, talking to a few people, my buddy Jersey and Cricket and all them guys, and uh, bouncing stuff off them. For real, like I said, the camaraderie, it, it means a lot to me to be able to talk to people who've been there and done that 
and give me, you know, their experience on how they deal with certain situations. Because like they say, our first thought's usually wrong. First, second, third, fourth thought wrong. Yeah, so. fact, you're thinking it, it's probably wrong. Yeah. You might want to run about somebody. So I bounce it off two, three, four, five people a day to see, you know, and I, I, I put I put everything together to establish, you know, a better way to think or talk or, or feel out a situation, you know? Yeah, I see Nathan listening in on, hey, Nathan, uh, thanks for the uh, slot today on the show here, man. I appreciate it. I'm having fun with the newcomers here, man. I think I can help these guys if they pay close attention. Oh, yeah. See, I recommend, this is, how, this is what I recommend for you guys. Each day, you start your day out with, first thing you say to your, yourself is, your will, not mine. Speaking of the God that you understand, you got a God that you understanding? Oh, yeah, I read, you, I read the sure? scripture every day. You got a God that you understanding, Jason? Yes, all right, so the first thing you want to think about is, all right, God, your will, not mine. Because my will will mess it up. Yeah. You know, my will gets me in trouble all the time. But then, moving forward that day, I'm not going to use no matter what. You follow me? And then whatever comes in front of you, you automatically got things you must do, like chores, personal housekeeping. You know, you're, you're in a recovery center, so you got to show up at the center and do those things. Y'all, y'all heard stuff like uh, what to do? You know, what, what are the suggestions you're hearing around here? Jane, go first. Like, get a sponsor, get a home group. Yep. Find, find a pathway to recovery, get a mentor, a coach, or something. Yeah. Does that sound about right? Yes, sir. Yeah, every day. Yeah. Uh, work the steps once I get a sponsor. You know, work. How you going to get a, a sponsor during COVID 19 when there ain't no meetings to go to? That is a good question. That's a great <laughs> question. That is a good question. It is a good well, question. Fortunately for the old times, they've been here a while, that they're already connected through this thing called virtual reality Zooms. Now, we do have laptops in all the houses, computers. So maybe at night, if you can't get out to a meeting, you get to a Zoom meeting. Are you all doing that in the houses? We got our uh, one meeting at 9 o'clock every night. Uh, yeah. y'all, y'all, that's right. There's a 10 set meeting yeah, every night in that house. And then uh, we have a, we had one last night with that, uh, that one guy at 6.30. He comes Watch every her. Tuesday. <laughs> Yeah, I was talking to uh, Vincent here earlier, and he was he was asking me while we were on our way to lunch. He said, "When are we going to go to some outside meetings, man? I want to go to these meetings." I'm thinking, Vincent, there ain't none. They're all on Zoom, man. Yeah. He wants to meet people. I said, "Well, fortunately, I, I know where a couple meetings are. You know that are still meeting. You know, small groups. But those those folks in early recovery, all these years, you know, we pride ourselves with that social connection, man." It, there's nothing funner than a newcomer, especially guys in your situation where you can walk into a, to a meeting and see a hundred people in there yeah. all giving out hugs, greeting you. And during the discussion period, you know, you, you hear all the variety of discussion. Now, here at McShin, we're doing the best we can with the groups we have and the meetings we have. But I can see where the same old people might be getting old. You know, I appreciate variety myself. Absolutely. Any thoughts, Vincent? Yeah, yeah, same thing. And uh, I like meeting new people, too, like you say, getting their stories and everything. It also helps motivate you, too. You know what I'm saying? Because we all, you know, have different thoughts and different hobbies and stuff, and that way you can network, you know, because that's key to me, reaching out and talking to a bunch of people. Johnny Fab, boom, I love it, man. What do you got, James? You know, just like he said, you know, just networking, you know, listening to other people's stories. Well, it y'all really got, helps. Yeah, y'all got to work a little harder, though, networking, okay? You know, sometimes you got to chase your little networking, chase your recovery like you did your drugs or your drinking. You know what I mean? I feel like I got an alcoholic on my left and an addict on my right. So 
chasing your substances. You got you got to ask lots of questions around here, you know, because uh, you can chase your recovery on Zoom. I believe that, you know, you go on those meetings online, you know, find that, find your pathway, find your meetings. You'll notice some people there. Maybe they'll let you, you know, get meet up with them on Facebook or something, you know. Right. We are in a virtual reality, are we not? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh, yeah. So what else going on, James? I'm just yeah, yeah, loving yeah. life, living the dream. That's it. Isn't it amazing? You can be you can be a week out of jail in a recovery house in a recovery center and say to yourself, "Wow, man, I'm living the dream." Exactly. I'm happy. This, this is incredible, man. Yeah, it's more than I could ask for. More than I thought too. Now, now, James, you've been in jail before. This is your first time. Well, this is my first time doing straight time. I have done weekends. So you had a little experience. A little bit, yes, sir. What were the weekends like? Wasn't that bad, actually. Well, that's why you went back for, for 90 straight <laughs> days, man. Now you're learning the difference between weekends and 90 days. Yeah, and the the jail I was doing weekends in was in Stafford County. And um, it was smaller, less people, but in this in Northern Neck, it was whole. It's, uh, it's almost like you graduated. You went to went for like elementary to high school. Or yeah, something. it was a it was a lot more people in there. And then Vince went to college because he went DOC, didn't you? Yeah, state college, <clears throat> I guess. Now you've been locked up before. Yeah, just for like fifty five days and ninety six days. You know? So so two little short hits, and now you did eighteen months. Yeah, a little different, ain't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, definitely mentally and emotionally, and physically, it's a it's a whole other experience. You know, I don't, I don't know. You know, once you know, I I, I realized I did get arrested twelve times by the time I was twenty three. But back then, man, it was catch and release. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> I've been going to enough jails and prisons just doing the hope shooting. You know, and I and I watched those trays go by. That shit y'all gotta eat. I'm thinking, who who the hell wants to eat this shit every day, three times a day? Oh, it's the worst. And then just to survive, you gotta buy honey buns or yeah. ramen noodles. <laughs> yep. I and mean, chips. it's like you guys ain't thinking right. And 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 all the the, the cells I would I would go and I don't see no ladies in there. I mean, I see the CEOs, but most of them really wouldn't what I put on a high priority list, you know. <laughs> so what are y'all thinking? Everything. There's a million thoughts run through your head. Mainly a lot was my family. I was thinking about my family, how they're doing. Like I abandoned them. You know what I mean? A lot of internal stuff you got to deal with and, and, and try to take it in and try to work it yourself, which most of the time it doesn't work too well. But, you know, just just thinking that I don't want to be back in this situation helps motivate me. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, honey buns are like little uh, – I see Stephanie. Honey buns, it, it, it ain't – human honey buns it's actually these little packets like <laughs> i don't even know what like pastries or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean we get them in a the little single pack yeah they, they probably cost a quarter you pay two dollars for them yeah 80 95 cent now oh that's pretty cheap i guess yes yeah that's I mean, a good deal yeah ramen noodles are like at riverside i think they're like 79 cent well that's wow. cheap you can afford that how much at northern neck northern neck for ramen noodles was 90 cents and the honey buns was like a dollar 30 Wow, DOC was only thirty-one cent for the for the noodles. Got less money there, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> but you do have a bigger audience, captive yeah. audience. Yeah, mm -hmm. more overhead. <laughs> so, how about this? What's the question? Y'all ever want a law enforcement perspective? Kind? Oh, Ed? Hell yeah, Ed. We'll contact you. We know Ed, Todd. Uh, I know. I'm not sure that we know, but or I know who he is, but we can contact him. Yeah, and, and absolutely. Uh, private Facebook message me or Todd. 
I'd love to get a couple law enforcement guys on the show for sure. I'm I'm very uh you know freedom of the press, open minded, fair and balanced. Um, and we and we do get in the past we have had law enforcement here, but it, it's time to get some more guys up here because I think it's BD, not Ed. Is what BD? Oh, BD. Yeah, I'm blind in the back. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, oh, hey, they, they I got looking. that comment way over there. <laughs> Yeah, BD. Yeah, yeah absolutely, BD. BD. Contact us, man. We'll, we'll definitely get you in. We'll zoom you in if you can't make it down here. That's a great idea. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, because we are, we are fair and balanced. You know, I was watching a little video on you on uh, Facebook prior to the show, and it had a police force down in Florida standing in front of a house. And and God, if, it, if that's a recovery house, they ought to shut it down. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you know, because they had like 100 people. Uh, public safety calls in a year. Mm. I mean, that's just every th- three nights they got somebody going there, but we, we don't have that problem here at McShen. I mean, we I was thinking about that. Most of the guys in our houses have overdosed multiple times somewhere in the community. So so I do know recovery houses are a whole lot less overdose. I'm not saying it dries up completely, but these recovery houses have a lot less problems than active using houses for sure. I just I don't know why I talked about that. Uh, yeah, Nathan reminded we have we had uh, the sheriff in here a couple weeks ago, uh, BD. But uh, but I do like I like to get the guys in uniform in here. You know, the deputies, the the patrolmen. You know, yeah. I think that's a good hit, man. What else you boys got? This this is our, this is our open discussion meeting, man. Oh, okay, I, I didn't know if we we're sticking to some certain topic or not. I, there is no topic recovery, man. Recovery. recovery. Right, yeah. <laughs> what else ails you? I, not, nothing, man. Just uh, for real, I think about my son and my family all the time, the other kids, you know, and uh, just just can't wait to be back a part of that life and uh, miss one of my hobbies, you know, uh, drag racing and drifting and all that. I love being around the vehicle, the car scene. That really helps uh, really helps take my focus off of other things. You know, that's my little other place of serenity, I guess you would say. Good for you. I actually know some former NASCAR drivers in recovery, man. So recovery fast cars do go together yeah adrenaline man how much money you got in your pocket i think maybe 10 bucks left ten dollars yeah that's good good time money right there yeah i've had for like a week how much money you got james about three dollars three dollars three dollars see when you're in recovery you got all you need money money is secondary at that point in time yeah i ain't stressing over it yeah Mm -hmm. but jobs will be coming money will be flowing next thing you know what are you gonna do with your money when you get it uh, uh, many things, many things. So I'm gonna save a little bit, pay my bills, and then uh, take care of my kids. You got any debt right now? No, not really. No uh, court costs, fines. I do, but I did. Uh, we call that debt. Yeah, uh, I got I got about four thousand in fines, but I did a uh, six hundred twenty hours community service behind the wall. How much you get for that? Uh, seven fifty an hour, which it don't sound like much, but it adds oh hell up. yeah, man, you doing. Time and you can knock off your debt. So that four grand is really like three grand or something or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I think it averages out to like forty two hundred is what I got to pay my fine. So that'll knock at least oh hell two of the counties out of the three. Yeah, so, that, that's that's a great idea right there. And then uh, get my license back is the is the very first thing on on my list. What did you lose your license for? It was unpaid fines, but they switched that law in Virginia now. They can't suspend it for fines. Uh, but DMV hit me with the uninsured motorist fee, so that was five. Holy shit! Why were you uninsured? Were you driving uninsured? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so too- it's legit. Yeah, I was using my insurance money to get high. 
Uh-oh. <laughs> not good, not good. James, what kind of money are you working on? Or what are you going to do with your money when you get it? Or? Well, when I get back to work, I'm going to start paying my bills and start paying my family back. So you got bills? Yes, sir. What kind of bills you got? You know, just, you know, regular water bill. Uh, so you still got a house somewhere? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Well, who's paying the rent while you ain't there my, tomorrow? My brother. You got a nice brother, man. Yes, Where sir. your brother live at? In in Westmore County. Y'all live close together? We we live in the same house. The same house? Same house. So who 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 whose name's on it? Are you buying it or renting it? No, renting it. He's he's doing the rent. I I do the rest. Oh, the, oh so you so he's paying all the utilities while you're here. Yep. He's doing who cuts the grass. He does. When you get home, you cut the grass. I'm cutting the grass Man, all you day better, long. You better be the nicest brother a brother could ever have when you get home. Oh, I will. Well, when you plan on going home? Um, After the program, I do believe. How long is the program supposed to be? Um, 28 days. So you're just here for 28 and you're gone. Well, if, if things don't work out, I'll be here longer. What do you mean if things don't work out? I mean, if, if things, if things, you, you know. You have a court date between now and when you go home? July 24th. Fourth, I believe. So you are you so you don't plan on staying here till your court date? I have no idea. I'm just doing what my lawyer and judge tell me to do. Day at a time. Yes, sir. One well, day good. at a time. Good. Nothing wrong with that. I always suggest following the lawyer's directions. Absolutely. Make sure I talk to him though. Yes, sir. Because I'm some input. He all may right. not have, man. All right. And, and well, that's all good, man. So Vincent, we were talking about getting a job. Yeah. So what would a dream job look like for you right now? Anything or? A dream job is different from a job. That's you, true. You, you First you get I mean? a job, then you get a dream job. For real, uh, I don't like to stay at the bottom, man. Just like in the service, I like to move up through the ranks. So, you know, if, if I could be a, a crew leader or something or. So or, you want to work somewhere where you can advance. Yeah. That's important. That, you know, that makes a, sense. Get a 401k and, and, and do the right things. You know what I'm saying? Right. Try manage, manage my money right and all that. Oh, Lord. Managing money is always a challenge for people like us you know oh yeah especially when we suffer from low self-esteem and fairy to complex money spending money makes us feel like somebody you know yeah sometimes it does yeah jane what's your dream job look like my dream job would be probably like a a, a guide to hunting a hunting guy a hunting oh guy. yeah can you hunt <laughs> love it what do you hunt man deer rabbit squirrel really? turkey in westmoreland mm -hmm. so if it's an animal in the woods and you got a gun you can get that sucker good night good night for the <laughs> animals man you know people come from all over to uh you know go on these hunts guided hunts and whatnot yes sir. you fish out there yes sir where at um anywhere between Clonia beach king george in the river yes the sir Rappahannock? yes sir Oh, hell yeah. I, I like a good little fishing trip. Now, see, uh, Sarah liked that idea. What was the idea, Sarah? I can't see what the idea was. So, you know, I always wanted to be a fishing guy. Really? I thought that'd be a great career to be, and you get to go fishing every day. Oh, but yeah. then I got to thinking, I watch those fishing guys I go with and how hard they work and how little money they really make when, when they add up all their bills and their costs. Yeah. So it's almost like a labor of love. Kind of like being a recovery coach, you know? It's a labor of love. Oh, yeah. So what do you think of the McShen staff around here? I think uh, they're really well put together, man. Uh, everybody I've ever talked to has a really good head on their shoulders. Um, they're always willing to speak, open-door policies, man, take you in and, and guide you. 
I I have nothing bad to say. And you got a recovery coach. Yeah, I got a, I got a, probably one of the best ones you could have. Who man. you got? I got you. Yeah, I got, old I got John. up against the army dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you respond well to a foot up your ass. I'll give you that much, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the army trained you good. You you, you <laughs> might be able to make a private the Marine Corps if you can get past boot camp. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I can run through it right about now. <laughs> What do you what do you like about the staff around here, Jay? They're very nice. They're very, you know, open. They're answering any Look, question. If all my staff is nice, then somebody ain't doing their job because we got good cop, bad cop around here. We do, we do, but they they have uh, the people. We, who we, we don't have to call them out on yeah, the open yeah, yeah. show but, here. Though. But they're very knowledgeable. You know what I'm saying? Everybody here is very knowledgeable. And if not, they'll point you in the right direction. All our staff are in recovery, launching further in their recovery. And that's one thing we pride ourselves on. You know, we are an authentic group of recovering people who we're really not worried about or obsessed on using on a regular basis. Yeah, we get the thought, but a lot of newcomers, they come here and they're still living in the get high world. You know what I mean? And that's a good, I guess that's got to really be refreshing to be around a group of people in recovery that they're just not trying to chase to get high. They're trying to chase better themselves. Right. That's contagious. Recovery is contagious. You get around contagious recovery, you better hope you catch it. Because if you don't, you're screwed. Yeah, you missed a golden opportunity. Right. For real. (laughs) Who's some of the, who's some of the, uh, the, the, like, I know you're here under COVID-19. You've only been here a week, but you've seen some outsiders coming here doing a couple groups and whatnot. Yeah. You like them? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I do. So what are some of the better things? You've been, you've both been here a week. So after being here for a week, this is a really special show, by the way, for our listeners, because we got two guys. They both come from a difficult environment. They both got a lot of stress in their life, but they've been in the recovery center, in the recovery residence, in front of recovering peers. So after a week, like, what's the top two things you, you can really say, wow, that's some cool shit? James, go with you first. Um, You know, you speaking about, you know, me like, speaking. Yes, See, sir. I'm a reality speaker. And, and that's what and, I like. And I can offend some people. A lot of people don't want to hear the truth. That's what like I like. Jack Nicholson said, they can't handle the truth. No, you're right. I, I concur. So you like reality. Yes, sir. And I, and I know and I know all our peer leaders are definitely reality people. So you like the reality piece, the authentic piece. Yep. What else you like? Um I just just like hearing everybody's stories, you know. That's, yeah, they'll get old after a while when you hear the same story over yeah. and over. That's why variety is so important, you know. You need a variety of stories. What's two things jumping out at you after a week, Vince? Everything, for real. Uh, everything ain't two things, man. Everything Every time ain't we two things. Go over there. Uh, when they tell you in the Army when they ask for two things, you come up with everything. That shit don't fly in the Marine Corps, boy. No, don't smoke you for it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but but uh, the two things, man, I really like that, that's getting me is uh, – my living environment that stands out a lot, man. Uh, I couldn't have asked or God could have put me in a better place than the guys in the group I'm with. And then, uh, just how everything fell into place with my recovery coaches and the people who've been helping me and being able to actually get back into public and feel human again, man. That's one of the biggest mm-hmm. things I can honestly say. And people don't treat you a different type of way just because we came out of an incarcerated environment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Hey, Sarah, anytime you get, Watching Chip all day, you're welcome to come up in here and further network and bond with the ladies. Just kidding. Now, I saw your post on there. I had to laugh at it. I'm watching the post while I'm talking to you guys, <laughs> man. We, we we got some people really like this live feed. They, they like coming on. They like hearing us. 
you know, and we do get a variety of guests. And to have a couple guys like you, that's almost a treat. You know what I mean? Because the truth is, as an old-timer in recovery, we only get to be old-timers by really putting ourselves in a position to be available for newcomers. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, have, have you, uh, anybody ever told you the word no since you've been here, James? Besides the girls at the smoke shop? <laughs> <laughs> that was funny, wasn't it? Yeah. James is thinking, well, they didn't all say no. <laughs> I don't think so. A lot of times, the newcomers will they'll ask staff, you know, questions or things they can do, usually manipulation related. And they hear the word no, they get all excited. But well, watch the other participants. If they're in a bad day, they probably just heard the word no and didn't like it. Probably, right? yeah. And that's how we respond to it. So, what are some negative things you've seen since you've been here, James? Stuff you didn't like or you do different? Um, I've seen like some people just like are just in a bad mood the participants mm -hmm. well we, we come here at different levels and different places of open mindedness you know remember that group we had the other day yeah how, how i suggest to everybody when you walk in the group get in the recovery position that position to be where you're able to receive a message in case the hit shot comes your way the hope shot comes your way but if you go to these groups all clammed up and defensive you're going to miss that opportunity for a hope shot yeah. yeah. So Vince, what's some negative things you've seen since you've been here? Uh, just just like he said, man. So some of the way people carry themselves, and, and like you could tell that I don't know they they really don't want to be here. They they're really not chasing the recovery. And uh, you know, a few people slip, but that's you know that that might be part of their story. I'm not so you've seen some relapse since you've been here. Yeah, I've seen a couple guys relapse. Man, had to switch houses and stuff. But I mean, they're still here. They're still trying. So you know. Yeah. To have yeah. each other's back means a lot too. I see Rob, Rob from Kentucky. What's up, Rob? Talked to your boy the other day. He seems happy so far. We'll we'll see how the new place works out for him. His, his uh potential landlord called me today for a reference. I lied like a son, bitch. I gave him a good reference, man. Mister <laughs> <laughs> Rob, right there. That's uh one of the boys stepdad i don't want to call him out, break his anonymity, but yeah, that's Rob. That's a different Rob. You don't know him. Yeah, I was uh I was fighting fires over there uh from DOC. They had us in Buchanan, which is right next to Kentucky. Oh in, yeah, in Virginia. Yeah, I wrote about a couple about a month ago. We were out there in Buchanan in Grundy, Virginia, fighting the forest fires out there. Yeah, thank you, Sarah, for helping Chip paint McSunny. We really appreciate that. At least, at least if you're on a job, I know it'd be a good paint job. Knowing you come from a painter family, so you guys been here a week, right? Yes, sir. Uh, does anything come to your mind that you you would say, wow, man, I would do this different or do that different with our policies, our procedures, our protocols? I don't think so. No, I, I think it's smart. You know, take the phones, you know. Uh, take the phones yeah, when they get here. Yeah, baby steps, man. You know what I'm saying? We think we have all the answers, but God knows. <laughs> if you had all the answers, you wouldn't be here, exactly, would you? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I ain't even got all the answers. That's why I keep hanging out here. I'm trying to get them, man. <laughs> Me too, man. Who knows how long I'll be here? But most newcomers, no, most people that spend the week at McShen, I would bet 9 out of 10 would, would, would say, well, I would do this different or I would do that different. This this is how we become so good, man. Yeah, right now I'm just I'm just falling back right now and just assessing the situation. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to look at everything negative. Uh, I try to look at the glass half full, but the good thing is the glass is refillable. You know what I'm saying? So, so what's one thing you would change? Give me something, man. Pitch, man. Pitch. pitch. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how many Ks I got for the day. Uh, I always got a strikeout. So far. If you got to think, that's pretty damn good, James. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. Did you hear that, Todd? It was as if we did perfect 
organization for this type of work, man. I just say perfect, but uh, I I don't know. I, if you I, if you if you ain't come up with one thing you'd like to see different, <laughs> I'd call that pretty damn good, man. Yeah, it is, it is, it is. That's what I try to tell the politicians and the bureaucrats. Look, we got a good system, man. Yeah, it is. It works really well together. Honestly, yeah. I haven't seen too many ripples in, in it. Right. I can't think of anything either. Man, you guys are the most laid-back, easy-going newcomers. I got to yeah. get two different newcomers in here <laughs> next time, man. You know, we involved Todd's laughing. It's still too early. It's too it, early. It is. They've only been here a week, yeah. man. Yeah, wait wait till they get a job and get a paycheck and they want to run. Then all of a sudden, they find out we have we have uh, little things in place to prevent them from running, man. What are you doing, man? Pay attention. I was folks. reading your comments. Read? Yeah. 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 Johnny asked you if you're uh, – smoking meat this summer so you know johnny i tell you man yes i'm definitely i've already done a few smoke jobs at the house we'll probably do a couple out back here at the foundation maybe a couple of the houses but every september as most of you know we have a state championship kansas city barbecue society cook-off we've canceled that for this year because we just don't know if we're allowed to have a crowd or not in september and that event usually attracts thousands of people. Yeah. So I think I think what I heard out of KCBS is a lot of barbecue events across the country have canceled. Wow. You know, for the year at least six months out. So, like a lot of things through this COVID period, yeah. they just aren't going to happen. You know, it's a big hit to our country. You know, the hospitality industry. You know, so we. And I think I think that's the unfortunate part for them being the newcomers. All the cookouts you guys do, all the activities well, that normally would be here. Oh yeah. Stuff, you know. Are you mic'd up? They can hear you. Yeah, because yeah, you know we're we're really well known for our outreach and our events. And McShen historically, we we were doing one good kick-ass event a week. You know, whether it be a big event or a small event. So that is one of those areas we took we took a one hundred percent drop off in is the events. The activities, but we're, we're getting creative now, though. So we're going to try to weave some things. And we got Memorial Day coming up on Monday, and I think what we're going to every year we do this big picnic where, where we usually attract hundreds of people and alumni. I think we're just going to have all the houses. We got eleven houses. They're all going to shelter in place on Monday and have have a house cookout at their houses. We're going to supply them with everything they need cool. for a cookout. So all you guys and all the girls in the girls' houses. They're going to have a cookout this week. Cool. And, uh, you know, me and my wife were thinking about doing something in the backyard at our house, you know, on Memorial Day. So we're going to still honor our veterans on Memorial Day and Good. memorialize them uh, and, and those who died in public service for our country and whatnot, which is what Memorial Day is, is about, remembering those who passed away, helping our country be a better country. But uh, – I do miss the events for sure. Yeah, I'm a barbecue connoisseur, man. We you had, are now. Yeah, yeah, man. What do you go about barbecue? I, don't, I mean, I like the Carolina vinegars. You know, I like that's, that's, the that's, St. That's, Louis that's, rubs. That's like you know saying I like I like baked goods. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I you, guess you, you said you're the connoisseur. I mean, can I, mean, you I like cook the it? I like the ribs. Oh no, I'm terrible. I, I can smoke a little bit. <laughs> oh, you an eater? Yeah, I just like that oh, to man. sample everything. Like James always is a hunter, so yeah. I bet he cooks some deer. You know, cook deer. Oh yeah, man. I tell you, my brother-in-law, he. He got me. He gives me deer meat every year, and so do other people. He gives me all these different cuts and whatnot, man. I'm, I'm getting pretty good at it. He told me he he hadn't had beef in ten years. Wow, man! All he eats is venison, man. That's good. With turkey and whatever he he shoots, you know. Oh, cool. I bet that turkey's awesome. What's what's your favorite meat to cook, James? 
<sighs> good question. What do you mean good well, question? Off a of deer or just well, anything? What's your best menu item from a from a deer? Uh, probably the hind quarter. The how hind how quarter. you cook it? I make jerky out of it. Man, I tell you, nobody touches my my deer jerky. What? Yeah, I'm telling you right now, I ain't even eat what you make or how you do it. I actually take hind quarters, I sliver them into the jerky size, I mm-hmm. take all the silver off, mm-hmm. and I actually smoke them on a smoker. Challenge accepted. All right, challenge accepted. You got any in the freezer? At home, yeah. How many quarters you got? Uh, I think I have four. All right, now here's what you do. Your brother got a car and a license, right? Mm -hmm. And you have him drive up them quarters, all right? (laughs) All right. We'll thaw them out, and I'll show you how to prep them. Will you take two? I'll take two. All right. And uh, I'll prep mine. You can prep yours. We'll go to my kitchen. We'll do it right. You do yours any way you want. I'll do mine the way I want. And then it takes me like three days from start to finish to mm-hmm. prep it and get it to the smoker. And then we'll, we'll, we'll see who's got the best venison and smoke, smoke deer jerk. Not a problem. And if I don't win, I'll be shot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so if you can shock me, you got the best venison jerky in the nation. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to that, man. I love a newcomer to talk a little shit here. You know what gotcha. I mean? What you got? What can you cook? Hot dogs? Ramen noodles. No, I'm just kidding. Ramen noodles. He's in the house. No, I, I can cook really well, but my wife don't let me on the grill. That's her territory. Wife is gone, right? Yeah. You lived in like, the past, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm stuck. Yeah, at the house, uh, actually, one of our roommates, he cooks all the time. Man. Seems like every house we get, they got a chef in it. Yeah, man. we got one of our chefs. Like, got, like Nathan, man, he kills it, man. Yeah. He, uh, if you our, ever get to his house. We got our cleanup guy. Old guy. He, uh, he always cleans everything. Oh, yeah. Man, you boys, how excited are you right now? Overzealous, man. Overzealous. Yeah, I, I love it. Sounds like a line out of a Louis L'Amour book. Really good. Who was that? Pretty good. Really he's, good. he's a old famous <laughs> Western writer. I'd be being in prison, I'm, they don't have Louis L'Amour in there no more. I don't really read too many Westerns. Man. Yeah, I was you reading. Read? You read the Yeah, sometimes I look. I like looking at pictures, but uh, pictures. Yeah, but uh, CJ so like Playboy is all about the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like the uh, the CJ Box novels with Joe Pickett. I didn't know who they are. Man. That's a really good series, man. This is really cool though. You gotta admit, let's let's go back ten days ago. Right. If both of you guys go back 10 days, did you ever think you'd be on a live radio Facebook feed? Not at all. Not at all. Could, couldn't not. couldn't make this shit up if you had to. Yeah. It's pretty cool, ain't it? It is pretty yeah. cool. It's first I mean, time being on one. Look, man, we're, we're all about respect, dignity, you know, being part of the community, facing voice of recovery, you know. Right. You, guys, you guys have a civic duty almost to... Let the world know, hey, look, man, my past ain't going to be my future. No, it right. ain't. And then I can learn to live in today. I mean, you guys, if there was ever a couple guys out there that, that had good cause to be depressed and feeling bad, it'd be you guys. However, because of your contact and connection with the Hope Shot, the recovery community, you guys, I would call it at this moment in time, you know, best case outcome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, now, Absolutely. some would call this anecdotal evidence. Well, we didn't collect data. It don't count. Right. But I got data on you guys. I know. Yeah, I did, I did quite a few uh, since we've been here. You've done good data collection? Yeah, data report sheets and all that to see where we're you at. You done yours, James? I don't think so. You don't think you've done data? Nobody sat you down and took a bunch of information? Oh, yeah. Um, well, that's called data. I'm yeah, sorry. that's data collection. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Now you know what that was. And we're going to track you. Good. Like, good. We, we do you every... Um, I think it's while you're here in the 28 days, we do you every two weeks. Then we do you every 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, 
six months, nine months, one year, 18 months, and every year thereafter. Nice. So cool. when you guys leave here, it's important to check back in with us and let us update your data. Okay. Because if, right. if you don't make it, if you relapse, we like to track, you know, what, what calls it. If you were to relapse, what do you think might be a cause? Either money and prestige or being in a situation where I can't handle my emotions, so I go to where I feel comfortable, and that's probably using. So it's comfortable going to jail and prison. No, You know what I'm saying that is? Yeah, it sounds crazy. That's step, by the way. You work on insanity. Yeah, I definitely need to work on that one. Maybe yeah. double it up. Do not use over your feelings because feelings ain't fact. But but if you make a feeling a fact and you use over it, you could have a, a long-term consequence for a short-term feeling. Remember that. Yeah, yeah, because anger has caused me to use a couple times. That's why I'll correlate Any, with anytime that. Anytime you get angry and feel like you got to really do something, just walk to the closest door and slam your fingers in it. All, and all right. take your mind off your whatever it is you're mad about. <laughs> That's a good idea. It's a, good, it's a great idea. Jane, what can you see yourself relapsing over? Your brother kick you out? Didn't <laughs> <laughs> pay the light bill. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Well, you know, I think of the newcomers, we, we got to ask ourselves, what would cause me to realize? Would it be the death of my mama? Or, you know, I get divorced, you know, whatever. You know, you got, you know, we, we all think about it, I think. But right. I think, I think probably um, being unhappy. Being unhappy? Mm -hmm. Is that such a thing? Yeah, but I try not to. Uh, <laughs> To set any, what is it, man? Uh, like, like set anything out there, like reservations. You know, if something happens, I really. Well, I think the point of this question is the point is that you got to have some insurance policy on the inside. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Right. You, you got to if you got good connection, a good support group, good networking group. You you, you tell on your disease. You're used to talking it through. Like you had great conversation at lunch today. You were telling on your disease. I know what makes you you know upset. James, you need to learn to do the same. You, you know, you can't just walk around here happy all the time. We know everybody knows human beings got problems, mm -hmm. and they need to share that stuff. Cause, cause a, a a a thought shared is a burden lifted. You know what I mean? Or a right. burden shared is a burden lifted. So it's important to share, and we teach you that here. Tell them your disease. Share those feelings. You know, because always I do mention in all my groups: mad, bad, glad, sad, and afraid. Yeah. You need to know what you're feeling, why you're feeling, and where it came from. Therefore, you can do something pretty good about it. So we do get into feelings around here, don't we? Yeah, got to. Got to. I know I can extrapolate anger in a person in a heartbeat. Yeah. What are you feeling? I'm angry. No kidding. That's called we talking. Absolutely. What else you boys got? Depends on what. <laughs> all right, look, man, we've been at it almost an hour, okay? I, I, I rarely go over an hour. So we're coming down to our last few minutes here. You got any closing thoughts about this hour you guys just got to be part of? James, I'll start with you. I'm just happy being excited, you know. This, was this a this. cool hour? Oh, absolutely. This is like your own personal little group, man. Yeah. Just the three of us, little men's group here. Yeah, it is awesome. We're just kicking it right. where anybody can hear us, you know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and we don't have an audience. We don't have no girls in here. We got to impress or nothing, man. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. exactly. But I, I just thought, yeah, I, I'm just thankful to be here, and I'm thankful for my mom, my sisters, especially, you know, coming to get me from my sister Julie and mom and, 
And my they came and got you from where? From DOC, about six hours away. And really? Went, and they uh, drove you here? Yeah, we went up to Northern Neck for the night. I stayed night at my mom's, and I came straight here the next day. And, uh, you know, my, the support for my family. My, so they love you? They care about you? They support you? Yeah, uh, my son and, and kids and, and family and fiance and all that and whatever's going on with that situation. But the fact that they're still there, you know, you... you you can't ask Easy for us to run off loved ones during our active addiction. Oh, yeah. I, I pushed my, my loved ones, all of them, to limits I never thought I was capable of. And I, I only I also let myself down to expectations I had for myself. Well, I can almost promise you your mama, what they want more than anything out of you is stay in recovery, man. Become the son that they wish you were. You're yeah. going to become that son, okay? Oh, I know. I feel and, and your little boy, you're going to you got to be the father he's going to need. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you can do that. Yeah. And I know I got it in me, you know. I just got to – I need y'all's help to help me get all oh, that all trust stuff. Oh, You got the Marine on your side, man. Yeah. I mean, if you can listen to a Marine, you can listen to anybody. Facts. <laughs> James, what about you, man? Closing thoughts? Um, I have to be thankful because of my my family, you know, all the support they gave me. I really am thankful. And you got a good kind of love and family too. Yes, sir. This is a good case scenario here. Both you you guys got families that care about you. They love you. They're pulling for you. Absolutely. They're not shaming you, blaming you, stigmatizing you. Right. That's a that's a good foundation right there. Absolutely. So when that disease come a knocking, when that disease come a calling, play the tape through, man. They look, man, there's a ripple effect. And you guys just talked to me about families. Children, you have dreams and aspirations. That disease will suck all those things from you, and there'll be a reverse ripple effect that will hurt and harm everybody in your life. Absolutely. So, well, folks, that kind of concludes our hour for today. I hope you enjoyed this hour. I hope you got something out of it. I know we certainly did, and uh, we will see you next time. Until then, don't use no matter what. Chase your recovery and tell on your disease. Not necessarily in that order. Keep those in mind. You'll probably be okay. Thanks Thank for you, Todd. Good job Thank today, you. Todd. Thank you.